Hi everyone, I am here talking about the scandal from the co-founder of Rolling Stone magazine. It is a hot mess. So hot that I didn't record Friday's show. I had to really think about it. Actually, I recorded three versions of this show and I am deciding not to publish either of them because sometimes you need to self-censor. So here comes the intro music. Okay, San Francisco, damn, I thank you for tuning in. Didi LaFrac, keep it real, won't you tell it like it is. Bohemian woman up in San Francisco, talking life plenty convo. Super honest, you already know, the dopest, coolest podcast, yo. Yeah, sharing her life, her stories, I hope you ready, sit back, relax. Hey everyone, Didi here for San Francisco, damn. This is your show for Saturday, September 16th, 2023, currently it is that typical San Fran Fentanyl, the well-deserved nickname, by the way. San Fran Fentanyl here in California, more well-deserved nicknames, whether it's foggy, gray, temperature in the late 50s, early 60s, that's Fahrenheit. I like this weather, cool, gray, breezy, no sun in the sky. All right, everyone, before I talk about Jan Winter, the guy who is a bigot and a artistic gatekeeper who ran Rolling Stone. It's a scandal, outrageous, sickening. I'd like to tell you what's going on here in San Fran Fentanyl. There are some pluses and some minuses. Of course, it's a city under siege. We are overran with an enabled group of drifter dope addicts from all over America. Whatever you have heard about San Francisco, if they don't talk about it's a junkie problem. It's a lie. If you hear anything like the homeless in San Francisco, they are junkies. A junkie is a mentally ill drug addict. I need you to understand this, okay? Now, things are coming to a head. We just had a big, big conference this past week called Dreamforce. There were 40,000 attendees. The Foo Fighters performed, etc., brought many millions of dollars of revenue into a struggling city. Out of 149 American cities, San Francisco is the worst ran. Okay, I'll repeat. San Francisco is the worst ran major American city. So we had a big conference. That was good. But there are people that are gaslighting. You know, gaslighting, gaslighting. Talking about San Francisco is safe. No, it's not. What happened is... The mayor got threatened by Mr. Dreamforce. He said, if you don't clean up San Francisco downtown, I'm taking my convention out of San Francisco. Most major conventions have left San Francisco, like Oracle Open World. It was a gigantic, big, big conference technology company. But anyway, back to the point. So the mayor was basically blackmailed. So she pulled a lot of police and had them protect. The conventioneers, how's that? Regular citizens don't get that. But the conventioneers, and then you have some of them, they're so silly. San Francisco is so safe. It's so clean. Okay, walk six blocks out of your convention bubble. And then let's talk now. Dreamforce convention is over. The dystopia is back downtown. And on the west side of San Francisco, like a segregated area with some um, Asians, some hipsters, clean and safe. They had a big night party. One of the district supervisors has an Asian husband, and he 
started. It's a big night party. So that was a success. That's a plus from my sexist womanist bohemian perspective. It was family friendly, but completely boring for me. <laughs> I like my uh, street parties with music, adult entertainment, things like that. But it was a great family friendly event. So that's really good. Dreamforce, hurrah. Downtown got some much needed revenue. And then the Sunset Night District Party, whatever you call it, that was great for the west side of San Francisco, hurrah. But otherwise, the entire city needs a safety bubble. It is impacted, overran with junkies, looters, criminals, bippers. We even have our own slang. Bipping means breaking into cars, smashing, grab children. Oi! Have you heard of the Rolling Stone magazine? Rolling Stone magazine. There's a guy who founded it. He was closeted for a long time. He's too cowardly to come out as gay, so he's living as a straight man. That is like sociopathic behavior. All right, so this guy, Jan Winter, who founded the famous Rolling Stone magazine, he said that black and female musicians don't articulate like white guys. He's got a book coming out called The Masters where he only interviews seven white dudes. Let me guess. Seven interviews with Bob Dylan, Bruce Springsteen. I mean, guys. So let me read what this idiot said. Rolling Stone Magazine co-founder, the formerly closeted Justin Winter, Jan Winter, I, you know, I keep mispronouncing his name. That's on purpose. <laughs> Jerk Winter. I'm just going to call him Jerk Winter. Jerk Weiner. <laughs> ah, Rolling Stone Magazine co-founder Jerk Weiner. Understand, this was a man who was a musical taste maker for decades. Rolling Stone Magazine co-founder Jerk Winner justified the lack of diversity in his upcoming book, The Masters, which exclusively features interviews from old stale white males. Don't get mad at me. My late husband is white. I'm not one of those Black people who hate white people. No, I do not. I call it like I see it, though, by claiming that black artists just didn't articulate at that level. You want to know why I didn't make the show yesterday? Because I was thinking about that, that so many people have the philosophy of him. So many people in positions of power have these racist, bigoted philosophies. Claiming that black artists just didn't articulate the, at that level. So. One of the greatest American poets of the 20th century, Stevie Wonder, is not in this book. So Stevie Wonder is not articulate. Michael Jackson, the most famous person still on the planet, most famous artist in history, most famous musician in history, most famous dancer in history, didn't articulate enough. But instead, it was intuitive over the years. The people had to meet a couple criteria. Uh, let me stop. His criteria probably are people he had sex with. Or people he wanted to have sex with. There I said it. Just kind of my personal interest and love of them. Jerk winner said. <laughs> Guys, I got to get some laughs out of this. As to why he didn't interview any women. Let me stop. As to why he didn't interview any women. Because women don't turn them on. Black people don't turn them on. Women doesn't turn them on. White men turn him on. All right. As to why he didn't interview any women, he said just none of them were as articulate enough on that intellectual level. So again, 
this man made and broke artistic careers. And he's saying black people and women aren't articulate enough. You want to know how many people he effed with over the years? You want to know how much he gatekeeped? You want to know how much his bigotry screwed with the musical and artistic world? He added a black artist, you know, Stevie Wonder, genius, right? Duh, jerk winner, duh. I suppose when you use a word as broad as masters, the fault is using that word. Maybe Marvin Gaye. Maybe Marvin Gaye, idiot. Maybe Marvin Gaye. Or Curtis Mayfield. I mean, they just didn't articulate at that level. He said, Stevie Wonder, Marvin Gaye, Curtis Mayfield, and women aren't articulate. I'm an artist. I take that personally, guys. And at the end, he said he's old-fashioned and he doesn't give a if. He doesn't give a bleep. So to wrap it up, there's an old white guy. He's Jewish. He's white. Stop that. Old white Jewish guy who used his power and privilege to gatekeep music. Now, this man only put Michael Jackson, the most famous artist in history, the biggest American success story, period. The biggest child star, period. Performing since he was five. That man only got two Rolling Stone covers. Two. One when he was a little boy and one that was kind of boring. Stevie Wonder. Only two Rolling Stone covers. So the man's a bigot. And some of you may be saying, well, make your own. Yeah, we did. Quincy Jones, a great producer. He started Vibe magazine, alternative white people who saw what a bigot this freak was back in the 70s, a chauvinistic, misogynistic bigot. They started Source magazine and Spin magazine. So people had alternative music magazines to combat his bigotry, but he had the biggest platform. All right. Excuse my drama. Excuse my passion. I'm a passionate woman. And I sometimes can be a dramatic woman. And I appreciate you listening. And I'm sorry I did not publish any of the shows that I recorded yesterday, Friday, September 15th, because I come to you Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, because I know how to self-censor. Thank you so much. I'll be back here on Monday for your San Francisco Dam show. I hope you have a beautiful weekend. This has been your show for a foggy Saturday, September 16th, 2023. And again, happy birthday to all of my birthday babies. I hope you've had a beautiful birthday wherever you are in the world. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Enjoy yourself. I am Dee Dee Dam. I love you. I trust my vibe. San Francisco. Damn. Thank you for listening to San Francisco Dam with Dee Dee LaFrac. Remember to subscribe on Apple Podcast, Anchor App, Spotify, and wherever podcasts are found. <laughs>